0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Blair White Project. Listen, I know I say every time when I start these that I have so much to say, but that's because I do, and it's an hour-long show, so let's get into it. First of all, I am on my way to the airport right now. I'm going to LA to film a few podcasts that you guys are really going to enjoy. I don't want to spill necessarily which ones I'm doing out there, um, but they're very huge popular podcasts, but very different from what I am typically on so it's like you know I feel like in 2023 I want to obviously being a guest on shows is like a huge part of like what I do I want to be on shows that are different like I don't want to just do like I'm over at the blaze I'm over at the daily wire I'm on Michael show I'm on, I want I want to do all those obviously because I you know enjoy them and they're great but I want to venture out so I'm trying to venture out starting the year off with some like more maybe like I guess mainstream is the way to put it podcasts um And doing a collab out there. I I will spoil that. I'm going to be filming with Buck Angel, doing a collab for my main channel. I love him so much. Um, So stay tuned for all that. But until then, listen, this is not sponsored. This is an absolutely free integration here because this is one of my best friends. Michael Malice's new book. Is it in shot? Yeah. The White Pill. It looks great on camera. It really really did come out well. Uh, This is Michael's new book and i am about to like i said be on a flight in a couple of hours so that is when i'm going to start reading this book i'm very very excited uh it just came out the white pill i really encourage you guys to go buy it i know a lot of you guys are already previous customers of you know michael's work and followers of his work so i don't really have to sell you on michael's an amazing writer but i'm just gonna say it regardless um i'm really looking forward to it it's all about communism you know it's all about you know dunking on the commies but in an educated way because i was having a conversation with him yesterday last night was actually the launch party of this book and um he was talking about how you know people on in certain like areas of the right it's like they'll be like oh biden's a communist and then that's the idea of what like a communist is and it's like Okay, maybe come down with the hysterics because Biden is a horrible president, but you really don't know how bad it gets until you actually study the history of communism and what it's done in the world. And this is what that is. So you will never fix your routes to call a mainstream establishment politician a communist in this country unless they truly are. Bernie Sanders was a fucking commie. I will not say that. Uh, Biden, he's part of the system. I don't think he's a commie. I'm getting off track. Go buy the white pill. I fully support, obviously, I would I would be pushing this even if it wasn't one of my best friends, but it does help that it's one of my best friends. Um, this Tim Cast article says, Michael Malice's white pill comes with a dark and personal vision of history. Uh, a quote here, so many people I communicated with thought that it's game over, that we cannot win against such insurmountable odds, something I found to be completely incorrect. So it's a book full of dark stuff, but in the end I expect will have you feeling positive about the world and the commies will effing lose speaking of commies the jk rowling boycott because most of them are commies let's be real we're gonna get off commies my adhd is just zoning in on that one word and it's like why uh harry potter books stripped of jk rowling's name and then resold by bookbinder artist it really is amazing you know here's the thing People think that these like rabid, insane trans activists have so much more power than they really do. I think I was reading that like last year, which was pretty much the height of the like F.J.K. Rowling boycotts and the hate train against uh, Ms. Rowling. uh, It was like her best selling year in like years. Um, So the boycotts don't really work, but nevertheless, the hate is still dangerous and she gets so much hate. But this is just insane. How are you going to remove the name of the person whose genius created this entire world that so many of our childhoods were centered on and were so valuable to us? I mean, the thing about it is I will always offend J.K. Rowling because first of all, you can't show me anything she said that's that bad. That's the first thing. So if we're looking at just objectively the comments that she has made, I don't really disagree with any of them. Some, uh, one or two of them might be like a step farther than like, okay, she clearly has a chip on her shoulder. But like who wouldn't have a chip on their shoulder? I, th- I put myself in the position of like women who really see through the trans activist stuff. And like I can't blame women for having like at least an adversarial view with trans activism and at least – the real world consequences that it creates and we're not even talking about actual trans people because i know for a fact jk rowling doesn't have a problem with trans people because jk rowling was in buck angels mentions like the other day talking about happy birthday jk rowling has acknowledged rose dawn hasn't acknowledged me actually no that's not true she liked one of my uh, tweets and replied one time and she was cool but <laughs> i'm in a weird mood today i'm like really excited to fly to la but um removing her name so what it is it's this like um stupid artist from toronto who is selling her books we're moving her name and selling them for like what is it like a crazy amount of money but it's like i don't know first of all i feel like even if you're on the side of like anti-jk rowling why aren't you like intellectual enough to separate the art from the artist we do it with plenty of other artists but then second of all it's like calm down like w- w- let's break it down like so she thinks that like women's shelters should house women and that's like an issue I don't understand and I don't understand the issue with creating LGBT shelters in fact if, if I were to be real if I was like homeless tomorrow I would want to go to like an LGBT shelter I would want to go where like people had care for the type of person that I am and what's the issue with that um biological sex being real okay Her defending the woman who was fired when trans activists got her fired? Okay. Where's the bigotry? I I don't understand. And even just the word bigotry, that is not tolerating someone of a particular class of people, right? She tolerates plenty of trans people. Just don't be crazy and send her death threats, you absolute freaks. Because you are freaks. If you're sending a woman a death threat over her opinion on sex you're a freak you're remember when they like went to her house and were like outside her house posting her address and shit there no you you, anytime you want to underestimate the level of depravity in which trans activists not trans people but trans activists will go to prepare to have the ceiling raised or the, the, the floor level whatever you get what i'm saying you can never keep up with how depraved they get and it only gets worse you know what it is I'm gonna just be real here and I don't care who's offended because (laughs) I've never cared frankly there is something to be said about hormones making you crazy hear me out hear me out It is very well known and accepted within sort of other groups of people that take hormones that there often come like emotional and like mental issues through altering your hormones because at the end of the day nature didn't intend for you to take a pill or take an injection that alters your hormones. I'm saying that as someone who does it because I'm an adult and I can choose to do that but regardless (laughs) keyword adult. It's well known that like people have this thing about like dudes on steroids like oh they're going to roid rage oh, they're going to have whatever going on mentally. It's well known now, at least, there's conversations happening about how birth control negatively impacts women's mental health and can make them emotional and crazy and and whatever. Is it off the table that taking cross-sex hormones as a trans person can kind of make you a little bit unstable unless you're keeping yourself in check and keeping your mental health in check and having an awareness of what these pills do and what may be an irrational thought that your pills are bringing to you or your medications are bringing to you. I'm very aware of this. I've been on HRT for seven going on eight years, which is crazy, Um and you know – You really learn what hormones do to your body, your mental health, and your brain when you're on them for that long because I'm well past the point where the six-month side effects, the one-year side effects, the five-year side effects, the seven-year side effects, those have all come into play, right? I don't know if there's 10 plus, 10-year plus, but, you know, we'll get there, Uh, God willing, (laughs) if my plane doesn't crash today. Side note, I am so afraid of flying, there have been times where I have leaned on strangers on planes for comfort, and asked them like, "Is this normal, girl? Is this turbulence normal?" I have pulled flight attendants to the side and been like, "Hey, um, I don't want to be a bother, but the plane's really bumpy right now. Like, bumpier than I've ever really experienced. And um, I'm kind of going through it. Can you comfort me? Like, I'm that person. I like hold friends' flights on, but hold hands hands on." flights it's a problem um what was i talk about i talk about hormones How they make you crazy <laughs> they really do i'm sorry and you know there's something to be said about that. If we can acknowledge that men who take steroids sometimes have emotional and mental issues from that, if we can acknowledge that women in menopause whose hormones are fluctuating and girls who take birth control, their hormones are fluctuating and their brains are going off, then we can have that conversation about trans people and we can get ourselves in check. It doesn't mean you have to succumb to it. It doesn't mean trans people are going to be crazy because of the hormones, but it just means some of these thoughts about how J.K. Rowling is like literally trying to put you in an internment camp. That might be... From some of the pills you're taking, you know what I mean. Not to mention, all these like lefty trans people are also like into medicalization of all kinds. So they're on all sorts of antidepressants, on all sorts of like, just who knows what, right? So it's like, I'm just being real. Um, so to, the whole J.K. Rowling thing, it's like taking her name off the book. It's like what? Hogwarts Legacy boycott calls over J.K. Rowling trans comment fails. The boycott fails. Hogwarts Legacy is selling the F out. I'm personally very excited for uh, Hogwarts Legacy. And you know what's so crazy? Despite being a lifelong fan of Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling, I'm not super plugged into the gaming world. So I didn't actually know this was coming out until I saw people crying about it on Twitter. (laughs) So these people who, and it's the same thing on a smaller level with me, it's like, Let's be real here. I have been doing YouTube for seven years. That is literally like 100 years in terms of a YouTuber. Be real here. How many YouTubers that started at the same time as me have come and gone? A lot. So am I a Logan Paul with 15 million subscribers and on TMZ every day? No. Granted, I wouldn't really want to be. But the fact that I've had the longevity I've had, I think is in large part due to how much I am hated. (laughs) Like y'all do my publicity for me. All these viral tweets, all these TikToks, like all everything that y'all do keeps my name in your mouth and it keeps people clicking on my shit. If even a hundred people on a tweet that has five thousand likes talking about F Blair White. Are like well let me see it for myself and go check her out and out of those people 50 people are be like oh she's not that bad and out of those people 25 people are inspired to subscribe that adds up over a long period of time so these people who are like to have jk rolling in their fucking mouth all day and night it's like congrats she's selling better than ever which is shocking by the way because her masterpiece, Harry Potter, was forever ago. The The final book came out when I was still in middle school. The fact that she's still a household name and still doing the Hogwarts Legacy and all this stuff, that's because of y'all. She has this new life based on the hate that y'all send her. Um, so I'm not saying to stop that in certain ways. And please don't stop hating me. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm excited to play Hogwarts Legacy. I, I truly am. I think it's going to be a great game. It looks amazing. The thing about Harry Potter, it's like not to be a lib about it but like I have an emotional place in my heart for Harry Potter as well because I've talked about how as a child I grew up and like I had no friends I was heavily bullied you know I was the faggot I was the kid who was bullied heavily like I would go out to recess and like I'd just be walking and all of a sudden a basketball would hit my head because people were just don't at me you know it was that crazy and then once I got older and like frankly my balls started to drop a little bit like then I was scrapping it was like a whole thing um how did that relate to Harry Potter Oh, because I would read these books like front to back. I've I've read Harry Potter, each book, probably 10 times, give or take. Um, Huge fan of the movies. And so like that was my escapism as as a child. And so in a certain way, like that's a common narrative with a lot of trans people, including these lefty trans people, for which I am not. They also had this emotional connection because when you're like a young like LGBT person, it's like you back in the day when like it was actually hard to be LGBT, it's not now um you know you wanted that escapism and there were certain parallels you saw it's like harry was misunderstood blah 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 i get the the boohoo emotional connection with harry potter you would think that would lend you to giving her a break right to respecting the woman that gave you that as a kid guess not um shout out to jk rowling and everyone please tweet her to call my channel i would love to have a conversation with her um oh my god there's so many trans articles why did my producer give me this many trans shit like Side note, I'm, like, so over talking about trans. I know you don't believe it because I talk about it all the time. That's because I feel like I have to. Um, It's getting old, and here's why. Oklahoma Milestone Act seeks to ban gender-affirming care under the age of 26. We're going to have to punch right now. We punch left. We're going to punch right. I throw out lefts and rights. I don't care. Equal opportunity, right? Because up until now, this Oklahoma um, piece of potential legislation, um, the fight was about children. That's what it really should be, right? Because any Republican, conservative, anyone of any political persuasion who thinks that they have a right to ban adults who are voting, fighting in wars, paying taxes, building roads, working at Starbucks, pouring you your shit, you think you can tell them that they can't have surgeries or, or access to treatments that everyone has access to? Chill. If Republicans want to make any headway in protecting minors, for which that's my whole MO, that's one of my biggest life's purposes at this point in my life, as long as this problem is present. God hope that it will not be an issue later and I can like give this fight up and be like, okay, the world came to its senses. No more 12 year olds getting their breasts removed, no more 16 year olds getting their penises removed. Hopefully, we get to that point. We're not there. If Republicans want to take this seriously and actually make change, make it about kids. Make it about kids. Banning someone under the age of 26 of what? Getting breastfeeding? What are you talking about? Literally, what are you talking about? Um, And, you know, I was very... Um, happy to see that there were it was mostly in the lgbt republican sort of um algorithm on instagram and twitter which i'm tapped into i know a lot of people are not a lot of my audience probably is but um a lot of them were like this is ridiculous we started this fight to make it about kids and thank you for speaking up and please more republicans speak up because and you know they won't (laughs) but regardless it's like no it's like screw you but i would be lying and this is where i get tripped up right this is where it like sucks to be me. Because like like I said, I get it from both ends every day. And I'm not even doing OnlyFans. Doing what I do, I get it from both ends every day. I get it from leftists who are, she's too right. Get it from, you know, right-wing people too trans. I get it, right? Everyone's a fucking idiot. Everyone's a collectivist. But it sucks because it's like I would be lying if I didn't sit here and blame lefty trans activists for this happening this is the type of pendulum swing that I have been warning about for my entire channel can we talk about how everything I'm not even trying to big myself up here but when it's real it's real it's like I have brown hair the sky is blue I didn't make it so I have been warning my entire career keep pushing the kids stuff Keep pushing the radical stuff and you're going to see a pendulum swing. You're going to see trans adults lose their rights. You're going to see gay adults lose their rights because you guys just can't pack it up and go home. You guys didn't pack it up and go home when you won gay marriage, when you won all these equal employment laws, which I agree with, by the way, I agree with, I agree with all the equal housing laws for for LGBT people, all the equal employment, all of that. No one should be fired because they're gay or trans, whatever. I get that. But what you realize is it's a whole industry uh, keeping up the LGBT like oppression narrative it's an entire industry all these HRCs what, what's the name of all these like big LGBT organizations that get like millions in funding and just raise millions of dollars do you think they would have just packed it up and gone home and given up all that money and all that clout Once gay marriage was legalized, of course not. It had to keep going. They had to keep inventing new problems. And now we're on 12-year-olds getting their breasts removed. And now we're on 16-year-olds getting their penis removed. And guess what? The general public is like, actually, fuck all these people. Because if you can't draw the line, if you can't find common ground on protecting children, then it kind of is like, F these people it takes everything in me to stop myself from saying f all these people about the LGBT community and I do stop myself because I know that individualism is the way to go and I know there are LGBT people individuals like myself a ton of them who feel the same way I do and have just as much of a fire in their gut to protect children as I do they just don't have the platform so I get it and half of my friends are LGBT it's like my best friend's gay Got my other friends that are trans it's like Individualism is what I base my ideology on, but every day I fight the urge to be like, actually just throw the baby out with the bathwater. But that's where all these, this is in Oklahoma, this is where a lot of these people in these red states are, where they don't have the opportunity to meet LGBT people who are rational, where their only perception of LGBT people comes from, seeing 16 year olds in the media getting their decks cut off like that's what they see and how can you blame them when every LGBT public figure is too terrified to speak up can we talk about how I've had like almost every single LGBT public figure in my DMs talking about I agree with you but I could never say it can we talk about that and when can I just name them Nikita Dragon? imagine what an amazing i like nikita imagine what an amazing advocate before she lost her mind and got arrested she would have been if she would have been one of those people who was like you know what i'm not just gonna be in blair white's dms talking about i agree with all this stuff i'm gonna just say it someone with 10 times my platform what does she have like 10 million followers on on instagram would have been amazing i could have fucking retired who else who 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 can we just just out right now? Because it's been all of them, several actresses, several actresses, a bunch of these little TikTokers. And you know what? If you look closely, you can kind of tell which ones. It's the ones that don't dip too much in the activism or just about being pretty. The ones that just want to be girls and not like. Rabid, like I got my period, and straight white men of the double people, Th- all of those ones, every single one. So maybe we wouldn't get to this point where the pendulum is starting to swing and potentially eroding rights in at least Oklahoma for people under 26, but chicken or the egg. Am I to blame the Republicans who didn't even know what trans was until 2016? Or am I to blame the radical left lobby who get a wrench to everyone's jaw open it wide and just shove trans in every fucking day? Right? Who am I really to blame? I'm sorry, I'm leaning towards the lefty radical trans activists. Because... These motherfuckers on the right didn't even know what trans was until 2016. So how would they be taking away rights of a group they literally didn't even know existed? And it's not just because they found out they existed. It's because, oh, these people are a thing and they are mutilating kids and they won't back down at all. Oh, and now there's drag queen story hour. Kind of conflate drag queens and trans because they don't know any trans people. So they think it's the same thing. Oh, so they're dancing in front of kids stripping and they're cutting their penises off. Which side do you blame? Leave it in the comments. Cause there's blame to go around, but the scale can tip as well. And I'm tipping towards the blue haired freaks who wanna remove the breasts of 12 year old girls. I'm tipping towards them. Am I wrong? Because I always bring it back to you. Remember when trans bathrooms were a thing, 2015, 2016? That was like when it first started, right? And even back then, I'm looking at this whole debate like, I don't recognize this debate. I don't recognize either side of this debate because I've been using the bathroom <laughs> since before I even had like all the feminizing surgeries I did. So objectively less passable. And I was using the bathroom just fine because guess what? Bathrooms weren't politicized back then. No one had an issue. Women didn't have an issue. In fact, like <laughs> I gonna just be real. Even when I was 14 and like objectively a gay boy and I just was like, I would wear makeup and I had, like, purple hair and, like – But it was obvious I was still just, like, a young, like, faggy. I would go into women's bathrooms and, like, women would be like, oh, my God, you're so pretty, you're so cool. And they were, like, living, right? And, like, it wasn't a thing. But then all of a sudden the left comes along and we're going to make this a huge effing issue. And every time any trans predator comes around, we're not even going to acknowledge it. And even worse, we're going to defend it. We spa. And (laughs) – I'm sorry, the right has to react somehow. They're the party of protecting children. They don't even want you to harm them in the womb. They go that hard about protecting kids that they even care when they're a fetus. And then you have the left who doesn't care when they're a fetus, doesn't care when they're a minor. If you make it out of a a leftist womb without getting aborted and then without puberty blockers, you're a miracle case at this point. Listen. If if trans adults start losing their rights, I'll be screaming from the rooftops how wrong that is. I already am. But I am not going to place the blame solely on the people that have to react to minors getting hacked, right? Not saying this is the right reaction, but guess what's even worse reaction? No reaction at all. Being like, oh, this is fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. Detransitioners weren't even a thing six, seven years ago. Now they're exploding. Go watch Chloe Cole's interviews. It's absolutely bone crushing and compelling. And she is one of thousands... And this train only keeps going. You know, Sweden, Australia, UK, they're all reversing it because they're seeing the damage done because they started a few years early. Here in America, you got Biden talking about put your kids on puberty blockers. Causes brain swelling and, you know, whatever. But we're not going to talk about that. But put your kids on puberty blockers. It's totally reversible and fine. That's normal. So, you know, it is what it is. I don't want it to happen. I don't support, endorse, or condone adults losing their rights, but I know who to blame when it happens. All right, you guys, moving on, because that was a rant and a half. Side note, I got an email today, an email talking about from a concerned fan, (laughs) talking about... Blair, you're so beautiful and you add so much to the world and you've inspired me so much, but you have to stop changing your face. Your lips are getting too huge. Why can't you accept that you're beautiful? You're going to the point of no return. Let me tell you something. The last podcast, I admit my lips look fucking crazy. Absolutely crazy. And you know why? Because I had just gotten them done and they were swollen in the house. They were extremely swollen. I filmed like two days after. Can we just acknowledge that they look more normal now? They were very swollen last time. And also, I can do what I want with my face and my body. If I want to have like a third tit, I can't. You know what I mean? It's just like, let me do me. I didn't ask. I have never sat up here and asked, what do you guys think of my whatever? It's like, I don't need y'all to like my lips. I, I appreciate compliments and whatever, but like I do what I do for me. And I have that right. Um, And I don't think my lips look crazy. Like, I like how they look. And they're so little swollen. It's like, whatever. Like, I like how they look. And it goes away over time. It's not permanent. And I guess the reason why I don't believe people when they act like that is that there's been times where I haven't touched my face for like a year. And people are like, she's going overboard because I had too much salt the night before and I was a little puffy. It's like, calm down. Also, can we just talk about, there is this narrative that Blair White has gotten so many surgeries. I've had one surgery. Here comes the, she's lying. I have one surgery and it was documented on YouTube. I had multiple procedures in that surgery, but it was one surgery. I got my breasts and my face done at the same time. I don't consider lip injection surgery. And I'm open about the shit that I do. I Here's the thing. I don't understand hiding it. I don't understand treating it like this weird taboo thing. Like, oh, I'm not going to tell my audience when I get, they see it and I get concerned emails (laughs) but it's just like I've had one surgery and I get my lips done every once in a while I've had a little cheek filler that's almost gone um got a little Botox in my jaw to slim my jaw down and that that's about it I got everything else done one surgery but anyway moving on CDC (laughs) sorry CDC identifies possible safety issue with Pfizer's updated COVID-19 vaccine, but says people should still get boosted. This is CNN, and this is a real headline. Possible safety issues, but still get boosted. That's like saying, hey, guys, this batch of chicken may have got salmonella, and we're investigating it, but still eat chicken every night. Are you joking? Are you crazy? No, you're bot cnn you're purchased by pfizer um but it's interesting because if you pay attention there's a lot of headlines this week about potential um health risks with the vaccine and investigations um pfizer's launching investigations into heart attacks and strokes as related to the vaccine funny in a really dark way like not actually humor it's just like deeply ironic and disturbing that people have been saying that since the beginning People have gotten banned off social media from the beginning for saying this. And I've often said I don't want to live in a society and a culture where you get erased from society for the sin of being right too early. Being correct too soon. Acknowledging reality before CNN says you can acknowledge reality. Before the establishment clicks a button and says, okay, this is able to come out now. People were saying, oh, the vaccine's not stopping transmission. People were saying that for like a year. Because go figure, you're living in the world, you're interacting with people, you're seeing shit, you know who's vaccinated and who's not, and you're seeing those people are getting other people sick, oh, one plus one equals two, the vaccine doesn't stop transmission, but if you said that, you were canceled, if you said that, you were kicked off Twitter, if you said that, you are kicked off Instagram, I think even right now, you can't say that on Instagram, even though it's true, but, you know, these commie-ass bitches don't even update, like their knowledge, like, to ban people. So it's like they're not even keeping up with the knowledge that they're banning people on the strength of. It's like, what? So... (laughs) CDC said Friday, there is a possible safety issue with the uh, COVID-19 vaccine made with Pfizer, and that, but that it's unlikely to represent a true risk. The agency says it continues to recommend that people stay up to date with COVID-19 vaccines. The CD says, CDC says one of its vaccine safety monitoring systems, a near real-time surveillance system called the Vaccine Safety Data Link, detected a possible increase in a certain kind of stroke in people 65 and older who recently got one of Pfizer's updated uh, booster shots. A rapid response analysis of that signal revealed that seniors who got a booster might be more likely to have strokes within the first three weeks after their shots, and uh, yeah, and blood clots, all of it, all of it. But if you said that, you could, you couldn't say that. But now CNN says it, so now I'm allowed to say it on the podcast. You, You get how demented and sick that is? How these health experts that got everything right from the beginning are deciding when you can say certain things? It's demented. I. I, big pharma has literally captured modern society. We are a country completely ran by big pharma. What you can and can't say is based on pharmaceutical corporations. Do people understand that? So much of our reality is constructed by these things too. At one point we, have to, we need to have a conversation about how many mental illnesses are constructed by these pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies that stand to gain on selling you a pill for it. not I'm not going as far as a lot of these conservatives who are like, depression isn't real. Shut up. Depression's real. Anxiety's real. Like, suicide, is, everything is, all those are real. But there are certain things, like, really, my 10-year-old has to be on three pills because he's rambunctious in class. Because Pfizer says, that's an illness, that's an illness, and that's an illness. Hmm not buying it. Because like I said, I was one of those kids. I was one of those kids that was not happy. And so I was put on every pill in the book rather than, hmm, maybe I'm not happy because I'm growing up in a tumultuous household. Maybe I'm not happy because I'm getting my ass beat at school and then seeing like you know things I shouldn't be seeing at home. Maybe I'm sad because my reality is sad. Maybe I'm sad because the world is sad. And maybe we should work on my environment. But no, let's put me on three different pills. But you know what? I was that kid who was like, yeah, I'm taking the pill. Put it under my tongue. Spit it out. Because I was like, no. I see what happened. Even at 10, I walked my ass into that doctor's uh, office or was like a therapist whatever. And within 20 minutes, I was being prescribed for OCD, ADHD, ADD, all this shit. And even as a kid, I was like, oh, this doctor is making money off that. This doctor is going to be getting a cut of these pills that he's selling me. So that's why I say I was never really a child. Like, I, I came out of the womb grown. You know what I mean? Like, I just was in the know immediately. <laughs> no, but I was a very ahead of it kid. I don't know what happened. I'm not even saying as an adult that I'm some, like, genius because I'm really not. I'm maybe just, like, above average intelligence because I look at, like, the general public and I'm kind of like, ooh, everyone's, like, so dumb. And you can see it, right? Like you can see it. Uh, And I've taken IQ tests and I am above average intelligence, but I'm not a genius. So at some point that sort of like trajectory of me being like ahead of the game kind of (laughs) like went down. But when I was a kid, I was very much in the know and I was like, oh no, this doctor is getting money off giving me these pills. I don't actually have these illnesses. I'm just a depressed kid because my family sucks and because my school sucks. But, you know, these these pharmaceutical companies have bought all the doctors and they've really bought society. Um, there's a really interesting <laughs> debate that happened recently. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who really is a fool. I mean, not on a technical level. He has a lot of knowledge. But having a lot of knowledge doesn't mean that you're that dude like that. Like, you're not always with it because you know a lot of things about other shit. So Neil deGrasse Tyson went on um, – Oh God! What is this guy's show? PBD podcast. It's the um, his name is um, I don't know. Put it in the comments. But watch this clip. It's amazing.
1: It's your, oh, your own body. Your own body.
2: Sorry. If you want to uh-huh. get an abortion, get an abortion. If I want to mm-hmm. get the vaccine, I get to choose. So you can't force. If
1: if I can't force you to get an abortion, you shouldn't be able to force because me to get vaccine. Because it's not about you. It's about people you interact with, and that's the.
0: See, see what I mean. It has been out for months and months and months now. The vaccine does not trans- does not stop transmission. This podcast, in which Noel deGrasse Tyson just fixed his mouth to sound that dumb, as I often say, was like two weeks ago, a week ago. So you're not even keeping up with the shit that you're so passionate about. So it's not about other people. It's not about who you're interacting with. It literally is about you. And again. As people, people think I say these things to sound cocky. I'm not trying to sound cocky. I just objectively was ahead of the curve on this shit when I knew in the beginning, I was like, this isn't about other people. I'm watching everyone give it to everyone who's already vaccinated. This is literally not even stopping transition. This is about what I want to do with my body. It literally is just about me, my body, my choice, for real, for real. Like I knew that from the beginning. So again, I'm not saying that just make myself sound super smart or psychic or whatever, but that's what happened. My hair is brown. The sky is blue. I didn't make it so.
1: and that's the social contract of public. But we health. don't. We don't even know if the vaccine.
0: That is such a commie ass thing. I hate when they bring up the social contract. What contract did I sign? Did one of the nurses get my little baby hand and and when I was came out the womb talking about what? I never signed anything. I didn't sign up to get injected with anything I don't want in my body, and me as a free agent, me as a human being who was not asked to be born onto this planet, anything that penetrates me, enters my body, is my choice.
2: We don't, we don't even know if the vaccine worked or not at the time. Yes, that's what the trials are. Dude, that's why these Have trials, you, what, are you missing data out but, there? But let me ask you a question. Are we saying only one type of scientists are right? No, we're saying that the
1: system in place. The 16,000 oh, that signed that. No, 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 the, the system in place to test vaccines, yeah. th- there's an entire system that's in place. That, that with review boards and all of this, yeah, and the average- that's in place. Now, you can say, you can what you can say is, I, I have a better idea than all these review boards and all these agencies and the CDC. I have a better idea. Here's what you should do. And that would have made everything better. Okay, you can put forth that idea. But what I'm saying is, in a case where you can contaminate someone else, it's not about you.
0: So I'm glad you're speaking in all these hypotheticals, but that's not what it is with the COVID vaccine. And we can make that argument about smallpox, we can make that argument about whatever. No. And how many, actually we have the clip. How many celebrities, news pundits, uh, activists all ran with this, with this idea that the, vac- that the virus stops with the vaccine. That you take it and you won't get it. You take it you won't give it to someone else. Every single one. Are they are they gonna get fined for misinformation? Or not? Are they gonna be going to court like Alex Jones? like what well, I don't understand?
1: It's about the collective
2: You're assuming health. You're assuming. You're assuming because somebody can take the vaccine uh, won't get COVID, which by the way, I don't need to play the clips for you to see it where everybody said, hey, if you get it, you're not going to get, if you take the vaccine, you're not going to get it." Rachel Maddow, Joe Biden. I can give you Fauci. I can give you, and you've seen these clips before. It's not like you've never seen it before. Yeah, yeah. what happened They was, were wrong.
1: Hold on. So, so um, <gasps> the strain evolved.
0: <laughs> and the clip ends there. And the clip's going viral because it really shows First of all, how ignorant Neil deGrasse Tyson is. I mean, if you're ever in a situation where you're on a podcast and you're doing this physically and you're panicking, you don't seem more correct by doing that. And it's a very like dumb, like animalistic thing to be like louder equals correct. Or if I fling my arms around, people must see how frustrated I am. That must mean that I am correct. No, no. So again, Neil deGrasse Tyson would be correct if this was not about the COVID vaccine. Certain other vaccines, there's an argument to be made. Why are you taking your kids to school if, if you're not going to give them like the smallpox? Okay, I get it. The COVID vaccine is different. It was an unprecedented, situ- unprecedented situation in which it came about. It was rushed. Literally rushed. The name of the operation was Warp Speed. You can't even cook food on Warp Speed. If you cook meat on Warp Speed, you're going to get sick. Like, can you really blame anyone for not wanting to take a rushed product? For structuring society around a rushed product? Segregating, structuring, mandating that kids have to go to school to take it? It's like, I get so frustrated because people just think about this issue emotionally and not logically. It's like... Replace vaccine with anything else. And I I don't like that anyone who has questions, concerns, or opposition to the COVID vaccine is called anti-vax. Like, how does that make sense? It's like, you can take every vaccine that exists, be supportive of every vaccine that exists, be trepidatious about the COVID vaccine, one vaccine, and suddenly you're an anti-vaxxer. That's like, I don't know, like... Going to the movies and disliking a movie and telling your friend like, oh man, I really don't like that movie. Oh, so what, are you anti-movie? It's like, are you, st- what? So you could have went your whole life watching every movie, you dislike one and whole L society is like, this guy's anti-movie. He's a cinemaphobe. The fuck? Maybe it makes sense, but you can't. You can't. And I'm not going to hold my breath for you to make it make sense. Because your entire ideology is built on slandering people. You're a collectivist, so you group people in. You group vaccines in. Have an issue with one vaccine. You're an anti-vaxxer. We're grouping all vaccines. He must hate smallpox vaccines. He must... What? It's just crazy. Like, (laughs) here
3: is... Watch this clip. We're not in a position where we think that any virus, including the Delta virus, which is much more transmissible and more deadly in terms of non unvaccinated people, the vi- the, the the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're you're OK. You're not going you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations.
4: Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real world data. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every <laughs> vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them, the virus tomato. cannot then use that person to go anywhere else.
0: So you had the entire since Nudegrass Tyson wants to keep um you know calling upon the system. The entire system was wrong, motherfucker. The entire system was wrong. Trust the science. Where do I source this trust from? Where are y'all getting it? I, like, I would love to live in this fairy tale land where all the systems in place have my best interest at heart, where all the government organizations are working in my favor and not against me. I would love to live in that world, please. Inform me of where you're sourcing this trust that you're hashtagging from because I don't know where to get it. Because as far as I can see, you got the FBI working against American people, you got the CDC, you got the. Where's the trust? I can't. But you know, they're reversing course because a Syracuse judge strikes down New York vaccine mandate for health workers, rules that state overstepped its authority. Isn't it amazing that we're rolling it back and talking about, oh, we overstepped our authority three years later? Three years later, after the damage is already done. Now, three years later, they're talking about, well, you know, there might be some health risks oh, glad we didn't force everyone to do it, to go to the work, to go to school, to go to Walmart. Actually, Walmart wasn't included. To go to restaurants, to go to public places, to participate in society, to travel, to celebrate holidays. But now, you know, there may be some health concerns after we forced you to get it. And yes, you did force them. I don't want to see any comments of anyone talking about it wasn't for. Okay. Is it really not forced if you can't participate in society unless you do it? Is that really a decision or is that a gun to your head? It's a very select class of people that have the unironic, using this word unironically, privilege to not take it. I was among them. I work from home. I'm my own boss. I'm not in school. make my own living there was nothing there was no entity in my life that was mandating me to do this thing but there's plenty of people you know that did like everyone i know that works a quote-unquote normal job with an employer and a higher up or whatever they all had to even now it's mandated for a lot of jobs so What's going on? I know what's going on, tyranny, but it's just crazy. (laughs) Trans (laughs) canine. Sometimes I'm like, I think that like 100 years from now, 200 years from now, like clips from this podcast are going to be like, put in like history books or the version of books are at that point it's like look what the fuck was going on we had this weird like right-wing trans woman talking about covid mandates and trans canines and it's like this was this is such a indicative of like the time you want to understand 2020 through 2023 watch these uh trans canine adult model who claims to have sex with dogs you know it's really not funny and it's horrible says she was visited by police She's quoted saying, you bring animal deaths, I bring them orgasms. So is you vegan? Is she vegan? A woman who identifies as trans canine was banned from subscription service platforms after allegedly posting content of herself engaging in sexual activity with dogs and now says she was visited by police. Yeah. Yeah, you should have been. She said, I got banned off FanView. I hope everyone gets refunded. They said, we cannot allow someone who fucks dogs on our platform. But honestly, I don't do the effing. I just get on my knees and the dogs do the rest. Ah! I didn't read this before I started. Oh my God. This is disgusting. I was like laughing, but this is not funny. I want to beat her ass. Wow. She said, I have made a decision to come out. As we know, humans are complicated and intelligent beings. We aren't always simple. I have been with six dogs this past year and only two men in my entire life. Oh my God. I wanna fight her. I am trans canine. I just want friends and a crowd that accepts and loves and cherishes me. So here's the thing. You know how Logan Paul does like, what's it called? Like he like fights people in the ring, like other YouTubers. It's like, I want to fight this hell. How dare you, bitch? You're abusing dogs. Joey's covering Bella's ears right now. I don't want her to hear this. How dare you, bitch! Put me in a ring with the trans canine hoe. My God. I hope she goes to jail. Is, Is it? It must be like legal where she's from, otherwise she'd be in jail. But it's just like that is the devil. Speaking of the devil. Arkansas Bill formally classifies draft performances as adult-oriented businesses and ban children from attending. Thank you, Arkansas. Round of applause. Ding, ding, ding. Because, th- this is how I clap, by the way. Whenever I'm like at events and like, everyone has to clap, I do this. You know what I mean? Because like, there's enough people clapping that it's like, why do I have to add to the noise? So I just... If you're an audio listener, I just tap my fingers together like this. Also... Are you or are you not? Put it in the comments. The kind of person who, when everyone's like screaming in a crowd, like, makes a noise. And everyone's like, ah! I'm the person who's like, silent. Like, I, I, I act like I'm screaming, but I don't scream. Because it's like, why do I want to mess up my vocal cords when no one can hear me? And I'm, I'm like, it's already loud. I'm not going to add to that. So it's talking about. Anyways, um. Arkansas bill formally classifies drag performances for, you know, adults, which no-brainer, go figure. And this is what I'm talking about. It's like the banning on like trans adults in Oklahoma potentially under 26, wrong. This, right. A lot of the ways that these red states are handling this stuff is correct. This is correct. Um, you know, what these activists rely on is half-truths, right? So they will say, like, you know, drag isn't inherently sexual, which is true in the sense of performing with a wig dressed as a woman is not inherently sexual because, you know, people do it on SNL and it's, it's funny. You can do it in a comedic way. You can do it in, in, like, one time I went to this drag show before it was, like, all gross. I went to a drag show in, like, 2014 with my best friends and um, there was a drag queen on, like, stilts. There was, like, a hoe in drag and, like, she was on these, like, crazy stilts, like, 10 feet high. And I was like, that's talent. And it was not sexual. You know what I'm talking about? But the way it is now, it's like, so that's a half-truth. And they rely on that and they make it the whole truth. Yeah, drag isn't inherently sexual, but they never acknowledge that a drag performance can be sexual. And many of the ones that we're seeing are. So it's, again, no reaction is worse than an overreaction in some cases when it comes to kids and the protection of kids no reaction is worse than an overreaction i'd rather overreact and be like okay they're all over 18 even if you're just a hoe on stilts juggling breathing fire sorry i'd rather have an 18 plus on that so that the other one with the ones that are dry humping each other and putting money in like drop queens underwear having kids do it so at least those ones have an 18 plus right I would rather the overreaction than no reaction. So maybe we'll find a middle ground someday, but I would rather that. But then you have, this is a good example of, this is even worse than no reaction. After Hours, RuPaul Drag Show offers free tickets to children under eight. So it's not just that these people in this industry, and specifically the people at the top of this industry, the RuPaul's Drag Queen, drag race queens who are at the top of it it's not as if they're just not reacting they are reacting by saying a few and giving free tickets to children under eight to an after hours after hours though i was having this conversation with my friend who's like a fan of rupaul's drag race and i was like you know i wonder like how RuPaul feels because RuPaul you know comes from an older generation it's like he said some things where I'm like you know he is like a little more based than like these like new queens and like these younger LGBT people because he's older you know what I'm saying he's married and whatever I was like, I wonder how he feels but as far as I'm concerned if you're silent that's how you feel and if you're getting you know under eight free tickets to an after hours thing that's how you feel so that's where he stands so screw RuPaul Um, people got so mad at me when I talked about how like when you meet these drag race queens, specifically from the show, um, that you really understand that these are not like magical fairies who are to be like, oh my God, or looked up to. It's like, they're all drug addicts. Sorry. My hair is brown. The sky is blue. I didn't make it so. And when I say all, yeah, I haven't met every single one, but I lived in LA for five years. I have met a lot of them. And pretty much every time you meet up. And when I say a lot, I mean like I could fill up like two seasons worth of cast at least with how many I've met. And when you meet them, they're all re- they're always on like day three of some crazy bender. They excuse themselves to go do like a grinder hookup and then come back. It's like it's very that. It's like these are not child-friendly performers. And yeah, that's on their own time. But it's like... Same way as, like, I'm not trying to have, like, strippers perform in front of kids. It's really that simple. And why it's hard for people to understand, I don't know. But apparently it is. But, you know, they rely on half-truths. It's like, dragons are inherently sexual. Yeah, we know. But it can be. And the fact that you guys won't acknowledge that is the issue, right? Oh, my God. All right, we saved the favorite segment for last here reacting to woke TikToks and I did pick a theme this time because sometimes I don't be picking themes but this time I did woke teachers because what's the article right now I'm gonna look this up actually um homeschool rates increasing it's like recently there was like a huge explosion America's public schools are losing students the number of homeschool students doubled to about five million and that's a really big deal I mean what is there 30 million people 33 what's it 300 million people 300 million people in the country um five million of those people being homeschooled it's kind of a big deal you know when you think about the spiderweb effect of that many people who are raised under homeschooling and how they're out in society and participating in it that's a, that's a big deal I said 30 million because I was thinking California, which the population of California is 30 million. Um, Yeah, the population of California is bigger than Canada. It's, like, crazy to me. But anyways, if you're wondering why there's such an explosion in uh, parents opting their kids out of public school and saying, you know, maybe this isn't for me, uh, we're going to show you why. Here's example A. Exhibit, if you will. A
4: so i have a lot of these comments so i figured i'd jump in and show one of the many lessons i do through the year around inclusivity so i usually start with this book which i absolutely love it introduces a variety of pronouns as well as multiple pronouns that someone might use there's also a great video on amaze.org that goes into pronouns and how to respect people's pronouns all these lessons are done in our morning meeting or in our ela time because they're connected with writing and with reading and they hit all our standards this year's chart is a little wonky but all of these are from the students the description personal pronouns let's zoom in on
0: this they're doing a whole lesson on how to ask people their pronouns never mind the fact that if you ask a trans person like me for which i know people act like i'm the black sheep of the community and i'm just so different than any other trans person there's a lot of other people like me in the trans community that if you ask me my pronouns i'm actually going to be offended I'm actually going to be put off. So this teacher having these kids say that it's a sign of respect to say, what are your pronouns? What would you like me to call you? How do you identify? These are all lists. If you ask me that, I'm genuinely going to take offense because I did not put these in my body. I did not feminize my face. I did not transition. I did not change my name, all that shit. To still have some annoying green-haired Zem talking about, how do you identify? Well, guess what? If you can't tell by looking at me, I'm doing something wrong. But I know the data and I'm not doing anything wrong because everywhere I go, it's she and that's inherent. But it's like that's how you know there's a divide between like trans people and like trans people who are like trans politically. There are transgender people and there are trans political people. This is a trans political person. And you're teaching kids about this. How about we teach kids like um, financial literacy? How to participate in in society how to pull out a loan, how to buy a house, life skills. How about a, what are we going to do class? What are we going to do if my car goes underwater and I have 30 seconds to live? What do I do if a bear attacks me? What if I do if a rabid pit bull attacks my three-year-old daughter? Like real shit. And I know that sounds like, oh, people always say that. Okay. Cause it's true. Like there's no real life skills taught in class. I, I spent years talking about a rumbus. I don't know what an a is. Is it rhombus rumbus or a rumbus? See, I don't know. Granted, God bless the people who use math in their daily lives as an adult. These are the people that get us on rockets to the moon. These are the people that would... Okay. And there's such a lane for that and I respect it. I don't get it. It's like you're talking in tongues if you're talking math to me. I'm a language person. I speak. I write, I, I interact. But like, the fact remains that like, maybe we should figure out how to better identify kids who are for that lane, kids who are not, and then teach, the, teach everyone real life shit. It's like, I would rather my kid be taught financial literacy than pronouns.
4: And definition um, I help them with, but then the what to say and how to correct comes explicitly from them. And as you can see, it hangs up on our social justice wall right behind me. And then the infamous corn and narwhal is what we move into. So we actually practice the sayings they came up with using the stuffed animals. So pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Something anyone can do in a morning meeting or during a block.
0: Here's a tip. If your kid's still uh, playing with stuffed animals, they don't need to learn about gender fluidity. Just saying. Here's another one. A non-binary teacher gets their validation when students use their correct pronouns. These are the people teaching your kids. Yeah, God knows why homeschooling rates are exploding. Why do schools keep hiring people that look like this? everyone wants to act so like skittish when people bring up looks like don't bring looks into it i'm sorry there is a look for these people who are interested in talking to kids about gender and sexuality and gender identity and trans this and trans that it's the colored hair it's the shaved heads it's the clear emotional instability it's the wearing a mask up to your fucking eyelids like there is a look and i'm gonna need schools to stop hiring these people because these people are just like frothing at the mouth. Can't wait to tell kids about gender and transitioning and hormones. And just can't wait. Go home at night just dreaming up new ways to bring it into a conversation where it wasn't warranted. It's just crazy. Like what? Oh my God. For audio listeners, this is a me- uh, post that went viral from a woke teacher with pronouns in her bio talking about she, her, L. What kind of pronoun is L? I don't even know. But then you zoom in, it's just like a basic white lib out woman named Natalie. But sure, you got pronouns and the trans flag, and, and you're and you're one of us, sure. I'm supposed to see camaraderie in you, because you have a trans flag in your bio, even though your name's Natalie and you're not trans and you're not gay and you're just a busybody bitch. Let me fucking blood pressure. Today we talked about the pride flag, she wrote. What we notice on it and what we're all seeing it flying at our school. We are learning what it means to be loving and inclusive to all members of our community. And it's a bunch of like literal like four or five year olds flying trans flags and gay flags and these flags that I can't even keep up with. They have like the non-binary. It's just teach them how to read. Teach them how to write. Teach them how to do math for the ones that are going to take us to the moon. Teach, like, this is just too much. Why? My whole thing is, like, why is it necessary? And that's the thing no one can answer is just why is it necessary. Here's another teacher. Elementary school teacher says educators shouldn't use boys and girls, the phrase, because society views boys and girls as being different, and that needs to stop
3: psa to all educators especially elementary school educators do us all a favor society a favor and stop breaking your kids up into boys groups and girls groups please stop doing it especially at a elementary level for academics
0: this is the other look they always have by the way for all your listeners it's just some short hair big rim glasses clearly emotionally unstable clearly like eternally running away from her conservative father just like so upset pointing at the camera talking about gender is not real it's like that's a look as well and it's because these people really are collectivists so people think it's a mute point to bring up how they all have a look actually it's a very real point because they're all collectivists so they're all literally replicas of each other that's why they say the exact same shit they run off talking points they're npcs they're just colorful npcs
3: For athletics, for all things. Stop breaking them up into boys and girls groups. First of all, boys and girls are basically growing at the same level throughout infancy, throughout toddlerhood, and throughout elementary school. It's not until upper elementary where girls actually take off and grow quicker and stronger than boys that later catch up in high school. So. This idea that they can't work together, they can't play together, it's not safe, it's wrong. It's not the correct idea. And it creates this idea that boys and girls are inherently different, which is something we're trying to stop in our society. There is no we here, bitch. Who is we?
0: No, really, who is we? Because you're clearly, I'm not included in that, I'm trans. So if the we is the trans community trying to change the idea that boys and girls are inherently different, if that's the we, I'm out, so you don't have me. Who is we? Just leftists? Okay, well, guess what? You don't run the fucking world. And not everyone agrees with you. And you're objectively wrong. There's no difference between boys and girls inherently. Really? Really? So they don't statistically gravitate towards different toys and in infancy. They don't t- statistically gravitate towards different activities. They don't statistically, you know, have different strengths and weaknesses and interests. All of that? What are you talking about? That's why we call these people the flat earthers of gender, because what they believe is literally anti-science. The trust the science, always pro-science, TM. It's never actually that, because when it comes to what they don't want you to think or what they want you to think, it's different, right? So trust the science if it's about me forcing you to take an injection you don't want, but don't trust the science if it says that males and females have some inherent differences. Why am I trans if males and females don't have any inherent differences? Why'd I do this? Thank God short hair Kelly over here swooped in to let me know that there's no difference between men and women and that my transition was useless. Thank God for these new people barging their way into the trans community to let us know that it's actually been wrong this entire time. There's no difference between boys and girls. But also, we should cut off girls' breasts if they like boy things. And also, we should cut off boys' penises if they like girl things. But there's no difference between boys and girls. Reconcile with your dad. It's okay. I'm sure he's not that bad. I know he's an evil, an evil trumper. My God, short hair Kelly, I know. I know he's a trumper, right? I know but please give him a chance. Fix that hole in your heart, mend that darkness, and maybe you'll stop going on these rampages to TikTok talking about boys and girls aren't real. Shout out to Short Hair Kelly.
3: So do us all a favor, break your kids up into to levels, break your kids up into hair color for all I care, but please, please, please stop breaking your kids up into boys and girls group.
0: Hair, col- <laughs> hair color is objectively way less consequential than gender. There are so many more valid reasons to separate students by gender than hair color, but you know what? It's. It's cool short hair Kelly. You have all the power. You're you're getting hired. You're in these schools. You're infecting these kids' brains. You win. But please just like link up with your dad. I think it would benefit the whole family. Um listen. It's a wrap for this episode, you guys. I gotta go hop on this plane to LA. And um, a lot more content coming soon. Like I said, I'm going to be on several podcasts out there. I'm going to film a cute little collab with Buck Angel. So stay tuned for that. And um, I love you guys. Please follow this channel. Subscribe to it. Subscribe to the main channel. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And please, 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 I love you forever. If you rate me on Spotify, because it really does help me out so much. um, More than I could ever say, really. Uh, Leave me a rating. If you listen to it on audio and you've never thought to rate, it's simple, quick, two clicks and uh, it helps me out so much. So I'll see you guys when I get back from LA and I love you. Bye.